Welcome to the podcast Build Your Soul Story. My name is Raf Stevens and I travel to Lamu, an island in Kenya, to listen and capture Monica's story. A personal story full of universal life lessons. That's why this podcast is called Build Your Soul Story. So we're taking a boat. Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah, we're going to take the boat to Manda Island. That is opposite Lamu Island. It's one of the islands which is part of the Lamu Archipelago. And uh, Manda Island is a big island with no water and no electricity. So it's not really developed yet. And now development starts happening there. And uh, yeah, we're going to explore. I'm going to take you to some nice places. Through a few chapters of Monica's life story, we invite you, dear listener, to zoom in on your story. If you have been following this series, you know that Build Your Soul Story is not only a podcast, but also a workbook with reflection exercises and some inspirational material to gain more clarity on your life. So welcome to Manda and uh, it's just not that far from Shella, from Lamu Island, but the atmosphere is totally different here. This is episode here three. We, there is no water, there is no electricity. An episode that also introduces you to a challenging chapter of Monica's story. Uh, not many people live here and... Um, there are beautiful baobab trees and we're just walking now to a house which I built in 2004. Monica accidentally ended up on Howdy. this subtropical island in the Indian Ocean 25 years ago. So I hope somebody is in here. She found love, got married, had Howdy, two Howdy. beautiful children. They are young adults now. And together with her husband, Banana, she built a now very successful wellness hotel, the Banana House. So Hodi is Swahili word for, can I come in? A fairy tale, with only sunny moments. Maybe that's a bit too short-sighted, no? This episode also invites you to take a moment to think about the other side of life. The way forward sometimes also leads through obstacles. Maybe this makes you anxious. But becoming aware of your fears is an important part of finding clarity. Monica takes us to the neighboring Manda Island. We sit on the outside terrace of a house that she had built years ago. Maybe we can have yeah. a sit here. We got friends and they had asked us, my husband and me, to, to make a house for them. And, um, and so we did. But it was a period in my life that many, many, many people might recognize they're in there, in there married life or in a relationship that you know things not always go so well so it was a time that my husband he didn't really mm, he was not really happy with me he wasn't happy with his children 
we went through some difficult times also with the health of one of our children and um, yeah he just didn't want to be committed in his life so he started to have girlfriends he started to to travel to tell stories which were not true and um, and I remember we had we had started this project already for our friends but then all of a sudden he left and he said he had heart problems and he went to Thailand and I didn't know anything but I felt like it's not true and, and who left <coughs> my husband my husband left us us and the children the children were s- three and four years old or four and five years old something like that so I think we were married like after seven years usually that seven years itch is a big is a big itch and um and yeah you know this project was taken on but he did it also with his best friend and i i had started to learn something which is called the art of living i will talk about it another time and uh, which is more like a spiritual deepening for myself and um his best friend was joining this course. And I remember that afternoon, I will never ever forget in my life, that we came here because we had to check to to inspect the the building site. We had just started to build. And my husband had left. And then he came with me and he said, Monica, I have to tell you something. I cannot lie anymore. And I remember, I remember even, I was just standing downstairs here on that corner and I was like, okay, just tell me. And I could just watch. And he said, I cannot lie anymore to you. Your husband is not to Thailand. He has another girlfriend. He's in Tanzania. He will not come back. And it's all not true. And so that whole, I could really, I could really feel that emotion rising in me. Like, yeah, I know, when you hear that, from a friend and and you know somewhere that it is true but you don't want to believe that and uh, yeah it was quite devastating of course and um, yeah I also realized that I didn't become angry I didn't become I, I couldn't react to anything it was really just a sort of a wave which came over me because somehow I had felt it and that's that was the beginning of a difficult period I mean the period was already difficult before because obviously I felt already for maybe for for one and a half or two years like our relation is not going well I can't reach him I think uh, very 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 common in, in in many relations like you start something together and then something happens and then you start growing your own your own way and how do you then communicate and how can you then come back to each other Whether it's about relationship or another aspect of your life, life challenges us to take responsibility for ourselves. In a difficult situation, it is easy to see ourselves as victims. Monica also realized that. And she didn't want to go that route. It was a period, Monica said, that prompted me to do a lot of self-reflection. So... It was a time for me that I realized, like, oh, my gosh, you know, what am I doing here? I have these two small kids. Uh, one child was sick. He became disabled. 
and um, I'm building here this house and I'm in a culture without my friends, without my family. So it was a lot of introspection I had to do. It was a lot of a lot of learning to be on my own, actually. That was really a beautiful. If I look back, that was a beautiful lesson I learned because I hadn't really learned how to be on my own. I'm a very social person. I'm a person who loves people. I love going out. That was my life. But, you know, living in this culture, I was very much all of a sudden on my own and with who can I share evenings alone and, and thinking about, you know, what your husband is doing. I mean, many of us know these kind of stories, what goes on in your head. So... But not many people will bring it on to themselves and to reflect, to look in the mirror and to look at it as, as a phase of personal development. Most people just blame the other one. Yeah, well, interesting that you say that because for me it was like, my gosh, I have to start looking into myself. And of course, I doubt myself. I thought, oh, I'm ugly. I'm only a housewife. I have nothing interesting to say. Um, so I started to doubt myself. And then a friend of mine, she said, oh, Monica, I have a course for you um, on, on personal development. And I decided to, to pick up that course. And I remember that I wrote a letter and I read that letter for 350 people in that hall. And I wrote a letter that I realized that I actually was very happy that my husband left me because I realized that I wasn't ugly and that I wasn't stupid and that I wasn't dumb and, and any of those things, but that I needed that to see for myself. So, uh, yeah, it gave me a lot of strength. And I remember one of my teachers told me, told, he told me, he said, love can only blossom in freedom. And I realized, yeah, I cannot hold on to my husband. If he wants to be free, I have to let him go. And if he really loves me, he will come back. And that happened. That happened. After half a year, he actually came back. And so for me, it was like, okay, can I forgive him? Because that's then the next step. You know, can I forget? Can I forgive? How do we handle it? And, 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 and. So it was not an easy time as well. But he realized, like, yeah, I can have another wife, but she also wants children and she also wants to build a business. And I already have children and a business and a wife. So why do it again with another woman? So it was a it was a big learning lesson for 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 both of us, actually, in our life. You alone are responsible for the choices you make. You're also responsible for the consequences associated with that choice. Just take a moment. What is a tough obstacle in your path right now? Let's get in touch with that. Maybe close your eyes for a moment. Pay attention to how you feel about this this obstacle in your way. Notice the sensations in your throat, your stomach, your heart. 
and now investigate what thoughts you have about this, about this obstacle. Responsibility is not a burden you have to bear. Responsibility is a gateway to your freedom. Let that sink in for a moment. Let me say that again. Responsibility is not a burden you have to bear. Responsibility is a gateway to your freedom. The workbook contains a simple and effective exercise about obstacles and responsibilities. To do this, go to the website buildyoursoulstory.com. There you can download our workbook for free. And I also really remember, and that's when you ask, now all these memories come back and it's interesting because I bought for myself very sexy underwear, something I never did, I've never done before. But I realized, oh, I'm a beautiful woman, so why can I not wear some sexy underwear for myself? Why it has to be for my partner? No, let me... I think now, when I look back, it's maybe the first sort of starting point of, of discovering my own feminine energy. What is that? The discovery of... of your feminine energy. It has been a journey for you and a point of interest, I think, throughout your life. You know, I came to this island as a Christian. I'm not really Christian, but you know, Western Christian, white woman, highly educated. I married a Muslim African man who was not educated. Um, basically, he is the man, I am the woman. But we started our business and I took on a big role of being the man in the business. I run the business, although he always felt that he was the man. But there was, I became aware, maybe after, maybe after 15, 14, 15 years, that our balance was not correct. And it was very difficult for him to accept a wife who was so powerful in in the actions and for me that I realized yeah and I I would love to be more into that feminine energy but how do I actually do that because I've never really learned that I didn't grow up in that there is no wisdom in it we nobody speaks about that actually in my environment and um, so I started that journey now looking back yeah after 14 years of marriage, I asked myself those questions. And there was a time in the Netherlands that I took my children uh, for one year back to Holland because I realized I have to open their minds a bit. I, have a, I had a son with a disability. I had another son which was very open-minded. So I thought, okay, it's good to go to the Netherlands for, an, for a year. And then 
I reconnected with my with 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 friends, and I realized that a lot of women were asking the same questions. So it's very interesting that. What questions were? Well, it was about our feminine and masculine energy and how that works and sexuality and sensuality and. Even though I had lived this parallel life on another island in the Indian Ocean, the interest was the same. So we started, I started to do that, that year in the Netherlands. I started to do own sort of my own personal growth. I started to do family constellations. I started to, to, to look into the valley orgasm, which is very ancient techniques. And I, I sort of took that on and I am still on that path because definitely in the last seven years it's a theme which comes back over and over and over again and um, yeah and I see it it is a topic that more and more and more people start to be open for it I believe finding clarity on your soul story is also linked to getting in touch with your male or female energy as a man as a woman what's your code of honor What are your set of principles that bring you steady increases in your quality of life and the lives of those around you? Take a moment for some deep introspection. Are you seen and respected as a man or woman of high value? Do you respect yourself? Are you growing and satisfied with your experience in your love department? Are you confident in your chosen family role? What does success look like for you? as a partner, father, mother, husband, wife, son, daughter, or any other role you have chosen in your life. And maybe now, when I'm in my mid-50s, I realize that... Um, you can reread these questions in our workbook. That wisdom is not something you learn. It is something you have in you already. And that m masculine and feminine energy is in you. And the sexual energy is the most powerful energy we have. So if we talk about life force energy, creating more energy, we talk about breathing, we talk about meditation, about food, sleep, but we never talk about sexual energy. Yet sexual energy is the only energy is because that's why we're sitting here. Without our parents, we would not be here. Look in nature. It's the most powerful energy. And I slowly start to realize that we know nothing about it but yet if you dive into books and 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 and, and there is there is right now i'm also reading a book on maria magdalena which is very you know it's very popular these days it's it is something this energy is rising in the world and so i am probably on that same wave no matter whether i am living on an all an island in the, in, in in the ocean It, it is the same kind of topics. And I realize that we really have to embrace to find out what our sexual energy is and what does it do for us and that you can transform it and that you can use it for yourself and that there is a whole different story behind it than what we think now in this either pornographic world or in a very conservative world. I mean, we, we, again, we're going into polarities. We, 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 we see the world is, is, is <laughs> abortus is not allowed anymore. And at the same time, you have to be super sexy uh, without wearing anything anymore. If you see those young girls, it's like, my gosh, it's, 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 it's something uh, too much for me, almost. Um, so it, it's a topic, me too, 
what is happening in the world so much so much is questions 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 and 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 yeah and i just love to dive into that as well for my own personal growth Sometimes you need the ocean light and colors you've never seen before painted through an evening sky. Sometimes you need your God to be a simple revelation, not telling word of wisdom. Sometimes you need only the first shyness that comes from being shown things far beyond your understanding so that you can fly and become free by being still and being here. And then there are times you need to be brought to ground by touch and touch alone, to know those arms around you and to make your home in the world just by being wanted. To see those eyes looking back at you as eyes should see you at last. Seeing you as you always wanted to be seen, seeing you as you yourself had always wanted to see the world. A beautiful poem by David White. The human connection has transformative power in all our aspects of our lives. Esther Perel, a world-famous and highly respected expert, on relationships and sexuality says the quality of our relationships determines the quality of our lives so ask yourself how do you relate to relationships it could be a love relationship but also family relationships or other social relationships you have even work relationships are you surrounded by people who want the very best for you and who stand with you in the vision of what you're becoming. Who are these people? What qualities do you want in what you would call a soul relationship? What are the most important characteristics that you look for? And what does intimacy mean to you? Once you're done with this podcast episode, head over to our website, buildyoursoulstory.com, download the workbook and take some time to work on these questions. You have been, you have been on a journey of personal growth for many years. How is it for Banana, your husband? And can you have a... Can you deepen your relationship and have, in a sort of spiritual way, a spiritual relationship with a lot of depth when your partner maybe have different views or is not on a path of self-development? If you would ask him this question, he would say he is his own guru. He does a lot of self-development because he already know that's what he says so because I always speak about it 
he picks up a lot. And because he picks up a lot, he then makes it into his own. So in a way, he walks his own path, which is completely different than mine. But by your by sharing your story, he picks up wisdom or parts of stuff that he integrates in his own life. Yeah. And and funny enough, I mean this this summer he was for five months in the Netherlands and he loves talking to people and uh, he likes to go to a little cafe and 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 he listens a lot but he starts also talking to people and then people ask him where do you get this wisdom from and where how come that you say these wise things when it comes to relations and, 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 and or health and um, and then of course it is his words but I think our relation has has given depth to both of both of each other because I learn a lot from him as well um, and he cannot always maybe follow what I say but maybe I cannot always follow what he say because in he he is so in touch with nature he walks every day two or maybe sometimes three times on the beach he's grown up here he he he, he is a, a person who can only work with energy he's not in the head so much he's more really in the body and that is what i as a western woman really want to learn more and more and more how can i be also in the body yes the head is important but the body is equally important so so in a way we we yeah it's it's like i'm making this 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 gesture with my hands that that you know you can slide your fingers in between so yeah something something grows probably yeah we have been open to each other um because there's a there, there has been several points in my life that I said listen I don't want to continue anymore this relation I can't I cannot I've given everything I cannot and um and there have been other wives in his in his life as well um now he's turning around now he's saying like I don't want to have an any other woman anymore I'm rather be on my own um so yeah I, but we still love each other we love each other for who we are and i think that is what has grown and i think that is a beautiful spiritual path to walk that you can accept each other's differences this was episode three of the podcast build your soul story glad you could join us again this podcast is also your personal invitation to get started with your own story. What's your soul story? Go to the website, download our workbook for free and get started. Or come to our retreat where Monica and I will take you on an inner journey to find clarity and to help you in taking steps towards developing your full potential to live the beautiful life that is meant for you. In the next episode, we take a step back in Monica's life story and you will hear how love completely overwhelmed her 25 years ago and kept her here on this beautiful island, Lamu. So it would be great if you could join us then. Love, peace and power. <laughs>